Welcome everyone to yet another Tuesday News Day with me and Sinzar, who always carries this this podcast on his big strong back. Hey, Sinzar. Every time. Every time. Every time. We're we're very grateful for it because, like, otherwise it'd just be me talking about dicks for thirty minutes, and like nobody would listen to that. Or I mean, okay, there are some people in our Discord that would listen to that, but fuck them. <laughs> Okay, so uh, double banner, double banner today. Um, we're getting two collabs, and since our just before the podcast, you said they are a year old. It's like nine months or something like that, but yes, they are incredibly, incredibly delayed. Oof, oof. And with it also comes a vision world. Does this mean that we at some point skipped a vision world? We did. And how have you not heard like the running joke about the Legend of Man and Vision world? People have been jo- memeing about this for like. The entire time it's been missing. Oh, so this is the one. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Yeah, you know, I'm a bit slow. My brain is not very (laughs) fast, but it's okay. Um, Oh, okay. So this is okay. All right. So we are getting it. That's very interesting. Um, So, but but before we get into uh, Legend of uh, Mana, let's talk about um, the Act Razor Renaissance collab. So first, I asked this before, but like, is this a new gacha? Is this a new game? Because like, I remember Act Razor like from the SNES. It was a great game, um, but, like, is this new? I would assume they're doing something with it. Otherwise, why would they just bring up a dead game? So maybe they're, like, remastering it or remaking it or doing a sequel or something or turning it into a gotcha. I don't ah, know. okay, okay. And Indra and uh, Leo are saying they it did get a remake. Okay. So uh, that's interesting. Uh, shit, I did not know that. I might want to buy that. I liked uh, both ActRaiser 1 and 2. Um, th- those were good games. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, epic music. I agree with Indra in the chat. Fuck yeah, it has great, great music. Actually, uh, I hope it's the first one they remade because that's that's the better one of the two. Um, cool. Okay, so um, there is a Lord of Light unit. Um, Sinzar, is this good? He was usable for a free unit at the time he was scheduled. Oh wait, to come he was out a free unit. Along. Why are we even talking about him? Oh my god, he's free. I thought this was yes. like a a banner. No, this is a login free unit, kind of like you know uh, Wolf Adele or whatever. Oh, okay, okay. So this is a free unit. Okay, but let's look at it from other glasses. You said he is actually usable as a free unit. I said he was nine to ten months ago <laughs> as a free unit tier, meaning like he was like a budget alternative a year ago. He's not getting upgrades. So today he does like less damage than some really bad unit. <laughs> but um okay, but but I'm looking at his stuff and his TMR seems decent actually. Like it's uh, it's him only. It's literally him only. Oh, he, oh, he, nobody else can equip it. Yeah, I, I was looking for where is the Lord of Light requirement because it also had flat stats, but then, yeah, it was, it, nobody can equip it even. It's, it's not even just like stats are locked. It's, it's nobody can equip it but him. Okay, never mind then. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so not, so what you're saying is it's not too much to be excited about. If you want this unit EX3, I, because I see we're not getting EX3 from the login rewards, like, is there another way to get them or? Uh, yeah, on, on the news, scroll to the very, very bottom. The Act Ah, the special quests. quests. All right. So we're going to be getting some shards through some type of daily garbage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Correct. Okay. All right. Well, Unit looks great. Uh, I'm very nostalgic about that game. It was one of, uh, one of like, the few games 
I, I grew up very poor and I, it was like one of the few games I ever had owned myself. So I, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to check this game out. Gumi marketing machine is working. <laughs> I might buy a game. Uh, there you go. Oh, Sprite looks good at least. Sprite looks good. All right. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about the actual meme banner then. The, the, the long lost legend of mana, vision world and units. Yes. Uh, these these are super outdated, but they are being both global upgraded. Uh, to what extent we don't yet know, but yeah, we we don't see. Uh, they're, but they're getting several upgrades, so it gives me like it gives me good vibes because it, it's not just like they're getting this one ability. It seems like I'm looking at El Azul, for instance. He's getting an upgrade to his LB, to his Vision card, and to his STMR, and to ser several abilities. So that should speak for that this is a reg like a proper remake, right? But one thing you might notice that is not previewed in the news is anything relating to morale. What do you so, mean? Uh, th th there, there's no morale in the preview, so he's probably not going to be a Clash of Wills unit. So, Oh, yeah. That... Why would you assume he was going to be a Clash of Wills unit, though? Because he's being like global, basically global remade. So if they're going to remake a unit, in my opinion, they should remake it ah. to the point where it's it's desirable. No, I, I get your not, point. I get your point. I mean, it's not not a Clash of Wills unit. Who's going to pull other than like the super whales? Yeah, it makes sense, right? Like normally on GL, we pull for morale units, and they are usually good enough for DV as well. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, of course. Uh, which was, to be honest, like we've talked about this before, and I know people are gonna hate me for saying this, but I honestly think that was a mistake uh, by Gumi, because they had a chance to, like, you know, they, they could have made Chizuru's LB be a hundred X modifier in DV and five million in Cal, but they didn't. They could, well, they could have, and they they used to do that, and you remember that was very unpopular. Players did not like that at all. That's how that's how it was for like you know Louise and all. Like she was. Great damage in Clash of Wills and absolutely useless uh, for damage. Obviously, we had a break, obviously, but for damage, she was useless outside of Clash of Wills, and players did not like that. A bunch of units were like that. No, and I understand and it, why players wouldn't like that, obviously. Like, I understand, but but what I'm saying is there are a lot of gotchas that have this system in place where you have, spe like, specific units are good only for specific content. But the problem in GA, or problem, I mean, it's Gumi's problem. The problem is that JP units suck. That's the problem. And, and the problem in GL is because, well, we have these overpowered uh, morale units that are great, that are must-have in the most important mode we have, and also top tier in the second most important mode we have. Which is weird, right? Because then, again, why are you pulling for JP units? Why would you ever want to pull for JP? Unless it's Berserker Riku, like, but, but, you know, otherwise, why are you pulling for JP units? Mm -hmm. Pretty much, yeah. Like, you know, so if, if, they, if, they, if they're going to spend the time to rebalance these units and make them modern day units, why wouldn't they spend the extra five minutes to just make some of it scale on morale? I don't understand. It'd be such a simple fix and it'd make them more desirable, but hey, it, okay. it's a good point. As you're saying, it's not a huge amount of work to actually go in and just, you know, as, as they're already upgrading his LB, go in and add a morale boost so that the LB goes up to a meta level. For current cow, right? Exactly. Uh, so exactly. so that, you're right. I, like I, I didn't even think about it because they are released at the time of a vision world. So, you know, as usual, they are of course going to be OP as fuck for this vision world. Question is also: Is the vision world getting upgraded? Uh, but we're going to get to that as we get to the vision world news. Um, okay. But anyway, let, let's talk a bit about the units then. So we don't know if they're morale, but 
there is no evidence that they are, so let's just assume they aren't, because nothing is mentioning morale. Mm-hmm. Anyway, El Azul is an SLB unit. Big surprise there. Um, and uh, so he's a physical attacker. Do you remember anything about him as he was released in JP? Yeah, he's a wind unit. Um, his LB is his SLB is triple absolute mirror of equity, which is a little awkward these days. Huh. Um, other than that, that's really all it does. And you'll notice his STMR is a one hander. So. Yeah, I did. I was looking at it. But it's like the same stats as Riku's. This is so weird. Why did they do this? Like Riku has the same problem. She has a one hand fist with three hundred attack. This is a one hand sword with three hundred attack. But, like, do they not understand nobody's using one-handed weapons? They seem to not. It does have a 1,000 attack power, which is nice, but I don't... Without doing math, I would I would just say it doesn't really... Okay, a 1,000 attack, um, it does have a ton of other stuff, like LB damage and so on. Like, technically, it could actually be better uh, if you look at gearing from the big perspective, right? Like, this could actually result in a better build, maybe. Maybe. It could be, but but if you remember back to the days of Tifa and Carton, where they just couldn't cap killers, it was still worth going double hand, even if you couldn't cap killers, like almost yeah, always. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's hard to argue with that raw like thirty to forty percent buff to damage, uh, mm-hmm. on on top of everything else. So it's like increasing killers from two hundred to three hundred is is a small upgrade compared to a forty percent flat upgrade or thirty percent flat upgrade. Okay. Um, yeah. Like. It, it would have been. It would have been like this. This, this is the thing that I, I don't get. Like, I'm not asking them to go and draw a new sprite or something, or change the like, like change. Like, so I would also like them to change the LB to bolt and strike frames. That would probably involve changing the animation. Right. That's heavy work. I, I don't really expect that. I do expect them to literally change a weapon from one handed to two handed. Yeah. That is a, to make a sense. brainless. Two-second fix. True, they, they are it. upgrading it already. Like, I mean, they even upgraded the weapon. Like, they upgraded mm-hmm. the weapon, and they did not add a two-handed modifier to it. One hundred percent true. Uh, the best part, like, yeah, yeah. I think this is this is this just makes sense. Um, maybe they will. Maybe they will listen to this. Like, like there's literally five people, and maybe like one of that listened to this podcast. Maybe one of them is a Gumi employee. So you know, hey, Gumi employee. Just flip that flag, however you do it, you know? Just just make sure it's two-handed. Sure. Maybe yeah, add some morale like scaling that. to El Azul, you know? <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice, yeah. I mean, it doesn't even need much. It could just be interesting to have... Like, I think that would be a very cool first. Now, I, I'm gonna... I know that there have been talks about that um, there is a lot of rules. I think you said this once, Cesar, or no? I, I don't remember who it was, but that there are rules, like what they can do and can't do with with uh, collab units and if they actually can be in content such as Cow. So there could be something stopping them from doing this, honestly. Like, I don't know. I guess so. Maybe. Anyway, uh, we do have another unit. So, so we have El Azul. He is a wind attacker um, that's fully upgraded, so it's going to be very interesting this Thursday to see what his mods are and what his actual stats end up being. Um, should mention his uh, TMR is actually pretty decent too. It's a 70 attack TMR that has two killers on it, uh, plants and stone, which is uh, actually pretty nice. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. And uh, in the JP server, uh, there were there were blank, uh, well, there were prism, there were 
trust moogles for this tmr in the shop so you could blank prism them on the jp server uh, and you can on the global server if you have any leftover i spent all of mine on Sino gears so uh i couldn't even if i wanted to uh so there's that mm. okay sad face. sad face indeed all right and then we have an interesting unit again i i say interesting because i love when they do something like this with uh with a unit so we have pearl who is a healer in base form. She has a trans shift and uh, she turns shifts into a physical damage dealer. Now, this is very interesting. I mean, to me, this is what the, the shift system was originally made to do. I do not like the meta we are in right now where usually one form is just used for buffing the other form or just I used would, for bursting, bursting. I would assume you don't actually know anything about her kit, do you? No, no, no. I'm just saying this is interesting that that we have this type of unit. Like we saw it in now most recently in EX2 Yuna as well, where she actually has two specific different roles in her two. Uh, she, forms. she, yeah, she, she's not a healer in the base form, dude. Oh god damn it! But she has the healer icon, Sinzar. Okay, what the fuck is this unit? She, she has. As they say in chat, she does literally nothing in the base form. She has no her only skill is hide, and her LB does nothing at all. Literally nothing. Doesn't even doesn't attack, doesn't buff. It has it's a blank effect. Oh she, she shit, is just like in the game. Yes, she she hides and that is it. She is not a healer. I guess they slapped that on there just like because they had they had to give something just mechanically, but she's not a healer. <laughs> oh, so she does nothing. Okay, so I was here here I was talking about good unit design and how I enjoyed the new unit not because she's actually has it and then this is like super weird this is this is a cooldown unit basically right like you cannot use her unless you are in the shift basically yes and Correct. there's a four turn cooldown so she better do some fucking damage then i guess um does she well i guess we don't know in the jp server no she didn't she had a 280x lb back in the days of sephiroth doing 350 plus oh um so no but, uh, you know, she is getting upgraded, so maybe Global will fix that. Yeah, so what, what we're seeing right now is that she, first of all, her STMR is much more decent. It's a hammer, so it's not many people can use it, but it is a big attack two-handed weapon, which is good. Gives her a lot of flat stats. And the, the thing we see uh, being upgraded is not her LB, at least not that we can see. Mm -hmm. Hey, Sinzar, see what I see? Do you see what I see? She's getting an upgrade to her normal attack. Listen. They know that people are going to pull for counter units. We're seeing the start of the counter meta in GL. I'm, I'm telling you now. I'm telling. Okay, I'm, uh, it's probably not true. <laughs> yes, but this is this is uh, this is like the, a normal attack, kind of like orange, where you only use it to buff a modifier. But what if? <laughs> what if it's like Riku's? Uh, although this is not a tag change, so it wouldn't work in the same way that Riku does. Uh, but still, that, that, that would actually be fucking hilarious if the riser mistake in GL spawns an actual meta. Like, the counter meta. of, of We are getting units that are very, very strong when countering, basically. That would be hilarious. That'd be hilarious. That'd Honestly, be that would be funny. Um... Okay, but um, uh, but but that's the thing. Like, I don't see her LB in the upgrades, so that worries me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, if they do upgrade it, great. If not, um, well, I guess she's a skip. <laughs> yeah, I mean, then like, there's literally no use of this unit, right? Because I I don't see her like. Does she have any like? Does any of these units have anything interesting for your party, like AOE killers or huge resistances uh, or something? 
I, I know Black Pearl is literally damaging nothing else. Um, Elizol may have had like something, but it wasn't anything notable, so probably not. I see this ability with Black Pearl is boost dark resistance for all allies at the beginning of battle. Is that like Bardark Jaw or something? Yeah, it's kind of like Seymour. Okay. Same thing, basically. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, well, again, I guess this banner depends very much on the power level that we are going to see. That's the thing. Like, like it's it's very much depends on how strong they're going to be. And one thing that worries me a little bit is that um, Gumi and Aelin... Okay, I, I'm probably wrong, and you can probably think of some examples where I am wrong, but I feel like very rarely we get a banner with two strong units on it. Like, it's usually a, a bad unit together with a strong unit. Right. Oh, for sure. And, and, and JP is how it was as well. Uh, Black Pearl was the, the winner and Elizol was the troll. Oh, so Black Pearl was the winner in JP. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, because because Elizol is, is, is a dual wield unit. And that's, uh, oh. you know, her STMR is one handed, which is just a problem. Uh, she had she does have double hand passives and you can force double hand on her. OK, but um, that that STMR is just like, wow. So so hold on. So basically, Black Pearl was the the main unit, but we're not seeing upgrades to her um, LB. So maybe it's gonna turn around on GA. Well, when I say she was the good unit, I mean she's the better of the two. They were both bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. And that that makes me like. Obviously, I guess what I was trying to say with this stand or with the way they're doing things is that we should expect that as well. Like even though both of them are upgraded, only one of them is supposed to be good. Uh, is what usual design is, and since Black Pearl's LB is not getting upgraded, maybe they're doing a switcheroo on us in well, jail. We don't know if it's upgraded or not, but uh, yeah, no, we if don't. It's, if it's, it's just if it's, not seen here, right? Like it's 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 not displayed in the news. Correct. Which, yeah. which Elazul's LB is. So yeah, but as you said, like he's a dual wielder, so filthy dual wielder. Like these units do not even exist in the meta anymore. I'm just waiting uh, again for like a 9x chain cap for dual wielders only. I'm, I'm guessing that meta is going to come around soon. Uh, history repeats itself and so on. They did, they did say they're working on it in JP. Oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah, they don't have to work on it. They just give them 9x chain cap. <laughs> they're done. It's, like, it's so easy to do. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so uh, with this, we're getting a world of visions and... So I don't see anything in the news about the World of Visions being upgraded, which means we're getting a World of Visions oh. tailored to the meta nine months ago? No, it's... I mean... I mean... If, it's it's going to be upgraded, because if it's not, you're going to literally damage cap on every hit. So, Right? Because, yeah. like, it, otherwise... It, it, it's upgraded. I mean, it would be silly. It has to be upgraded, right? All right, the final boss had 50,000 defense and no passives, meaning with a break, it's at 5,000 defense. You know what has 5,000 defense? The Intanger trial from, like, 2018. <laughs> it's being upgraded. Oh, okay, okay. All right, yeah, yeah. We can, okay, we can expect realistic. Um, so um, when this came out on JP, is this like any other vision world where it's basically free 10K Lapis for any serious player? Uh, on JP, it was unshareable. You could not share it. Uh, oh. On Global, they have changed it to 10,000, and it is shareable. It says, it says, it says in the news uh, they have upgraded it to be rank one shareable. Okay, okay, all right. So, and how about the difficulty level? Like, well, okay, obviously we don't know since it's getting upgraded, but if we're going to use JP as, as a crystal ball, was this an easy one? Was it difficult? Was it well, 
on on my clear and JP back when it was tuned to be impossible to perfect score, uh, I did twenty nine thousand on the final boss or twenty nine billion on the final boss. So it was impossible to perfect score. Yes, the the, the cap was technically ninety nine billion, which was impossible. Okay, all right, but but that was also because it wasn't shareable and so on, right? Yeah, yeah. Back in JP, you know, the the, the rank one reward was was fifty thousand. It was it was unshareable. It, it, you weren't supposed to. But you, if you read right here, ranking rewards, it says they it like says straight up, we have edited this to be shareable. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This event settings allow multiple players to achieve the maximum score possible. We hope to see everyone shoot for the top of the rankings. Yes, I will, because it's 10k fucking Lapis, and I need it for Xenogears. Uh, nice. Now, here is the question, though. Um, do you remember Last Dark Visions with that big drama with that? So that was, technically speaking, possible to perfect score. Like one percent of less players actually perfect scored. Yeah, so, I know a lot you know, of a lot of top tier players, including you, were very pissed off at that change, right? Yes. So just because it is technically shareable and it probably will be by a few players, it, that's not to say that it's going to be on the same level of like a free win like Xenogears. Right. Was. So it may be. It may be. Right. But but it, but what you're worried about is that it could be on the same level as the previous DV, meaning you know only the whaliest of whales are going to get uh, the perfect score and the rest of us are going to fight for scraps. It's possible. Yep. Yes, we don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't know. We don't know which Let's one see. yet. Let's see. Going to be very interesting to see. Going to be very interesting to see. I also want to see just how much they upgraded. Uh, sometimes it's difficult to upgrade trials as well because there are so many stats involved. Uh, but I guess like just buffing some defense should be fine. Mm-hmm. Another thing we definitely should mention is the fact that we are getting item world permanently now. Yes. That's going and to be the, very nice. It is, but the, the, the reason I wanted to specifically talk about this is on October 1st, the milestones of the current running uh, item world have all reset. It is being reset again tomorrow, meaning you've only got a four-day window to get the new milestones that are currently available. So if you didn't yet, you need to use some item world potions. Wait, wait, what milestones? What are you talking about? Uh, you know, when you clear it, you get like EX tickets, you get NV tickets, you get the special event rewards, etc. You get the oh, potions, yeah, you get all yeah. that. You, you mean just the normal ranking rewards that we get whenever we get a new item world? Yes, yes. Those all reset on the first. They're resetting again tomorrow. So oh. you need to go and clear out. You only got like four days or now only one. Well, to shit. Clear Nobody told to clear me this. So now I'm going to have to go and see how many of these uh, uh, pots I have. Uh, uh, they, they they mailed everyone 100 pots because of this. Hmm. So you have, you have at least 100 more than you used to. Okay, but then that's 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 might be enough to at least get a decent uh, level. Although like grinding this is yeah. going to be just as fun as, I don't know. So... You, 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 you only really need to grind to 110,000, which is about six clears, which doesn't take long at all. Yeah. Because um, that, that, that gives you the final, like, valuable reward, which is the, the Neo Visions ticket. Okay, uh, the stuff beyond that is just like, just like LB pots, like whatever. Yeah, but that, that's, that's definitely not bad. Uh, that, that, that feels doable. That definitely feels doable. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Um, and then I guess we should just mention it. This could still be at least interesting to new players is that all the DV weapons are getting upgrades uh, to their damage. Uh, they're, they're only like eight months late as well, but yep. I guess eventually. 
I mean, they're getting up to the power of Riku's TMR. Again, I want to remind everyone that nobody's using Riku's TMR uh, for a very specific reason. Uh, but, I mean, they're getting good stats. So, like, for a new player to get one of these weapons to their plus plus is, is of course, a big deal. But, uh, you know, if you have better two-handed options, you can, you can probably... Okay, so, all right, Barros, you know I love you, but you're giving horrible advice. If a new player who spends eight months grinding Dark Visions at a high rank can finally afford a rank 12 weapon, they should absolutely be saving that for the two-handers that are going to come someday. And those are also extremely Wait, expensive. Wait, and that has been confirmed? That they're coming? No, but I mean, they can't skip it forever. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. So, okay. Forget everything I said. I mean, I'll be... <laughs> But also, like, as you were speaking, I realized, yeah, how likely is it that you have been competing in DV at a high level and don't have two-handers, right? Like, you're, mm, you're not exactly. using these weapons anyway. I mean, we've gotten, like, great two-handers from, like, Item World. That yeah, you can and you're getting a, another one on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're, we're getting Moon Scourge Plus, which is a two-handed 190 attack sword. Get that. In, uh, great, great sword. You know, get that instead. That's going to be stronger. Um, okay, cool. Um, but that's it for this week, right? Nothing else? That's pretty much it. Uh, the EX battle, I guess, technically mentioned, but like it's going to be easy, so whatever. Okay. Yeah, are there any good rewards? Like, Are we getting 3K Lapis and shit? I honestly don't remember. Couldn't tell you. Okay, all right. Well, there's an EX battle at least. I, I mean, it's content, and sometimes, I've said this before, sometimes it's just nice to utterly destroy content with your overpowered units like even, mm -hmm. even if you know it's easy it's it's nice to go in and turn one just destroy something because you have the power to do that um just like the ex battles in the story i like those for that very same reason <laughs> <laughs> i actually just recently updated my turn one otk team to make it more modern so oh yeah, yeah. what ready. are what are you using i want to hear uh, my normal OTK? Okay, it is. Let's see here. So I've got Tsukiko, yeah. who on, on turn one, she does her, her support kit. She does the Earth and Peril field, the 130 Earth and Peril, the AUE imbue, the AUE amplify. So we're imperiled by 170 Earth and amplified by 45 and imbued. Nice. I've also, in one unit. I've, in one unit. I've also got Sylvie to do her shifted LB, which is 400 stat buff, 250 LB buff, and modifier boost for everyone. Then I've got, as the first unit in the chain, Kaito, who does extreme Nova frames, but as the first action, he's an 88 breaker and a 30 katana in peril. Then Chizuru, who just does big boy damage. And then um, Sky's base form LB with Titus STMR, which does incredible turn one damage. And those all chain together, and that will just blow anything up. If it doesn't blow anything up on turn one, then on turn two, Sylvie will entrust Chizuru uh kite or uh Tsukiko will shift and will cap again so yeah i have my whole turn one team which is massive massive overkill and nothing <laughs> will ever survive that but it's ready yeah nice nice all right all right yeah it's actually pretty similar to mine i use olive instead of sky although very interesting to actually use sky on turn one i forgot about that uh, she's actually really strong i just like using olive but yeah otherwise very similar i i obviously don't use Tsuki because i don't have Tsuki. Uh, but I, I also think that slot is free for me. Like I, I it's it's a four man team or something like that. Uh, you could use uh, 
free of you and go with ice because she does the whole ice and view field and peril all in one action. Uh, she does. Uh, but what I, uh, so what I do is actually, I use Sylvie to do her, um, uh, Magnus and her offense and her bolt, meaning you get AOE in view, you get a 120 in peril, you get a 60% amp and a decent break. I, I do use Kairos. I don't really need to break with Sylvie, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not really trying to, uh, um, uh, it's enough for anything I've tried to OTK so far, if I put it that way, <laughs> like it, it, mm-hmm. it, it's impressive what an EX3 Chizuru and EX3 Olive can do. <laughs> you don't need much more, actually. You don't need much more. All right. Mm-hmm. But, uh, thanks for this, Nizar. Thanks for sharing tips on OTK strats as well. Like, you know, now, now you all can also have a strong OTK team. Uh, not that you need it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Glad to help. Cool. Thanks, everyone. Have a great Tuesday and see you all soon. Later.